This is Hammett. And Jessica. And you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. If you like what you're listening to, please go to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. So this week, we are both out of town doing whatever it is we do. I don't know where I am right now. Um, so we decided we would record this one in advance. Yep. And because we're out of town, we wanted to talk about something that wasn't topical. Right. And so here's what I did. Okay. I have a list of questions about atheism because people are constantly messaging me and they're like, you don't talk about atheism enough. It's like... Are you sure? Yeah, I have my disagreements about that. But okay. this time I directly wanted to talk about it to talk about some basic questions people often have of atheists. Mm-hmm. But here's what I wanted to do a little differently. One is I don't want to get too scientific. Like, how come we're all the transitional fossils? Like, we could try to answer that, but, like, we're not scientists no. in that capacity. And also there are some questions, like, where does your morality come from, if not God, that I feel have been rehashed so many times that it wouldn't be as interesting to hear us talk about it. Sure. But there were a bunch of questions. I found this long list of questions that I thought some of them, they're not the typical ones that atheists usually get. So here's what we're going to do. If you go to the description of this podcast, we have a list of the questions that we're going to discuss on here. You could skip around, go to whichever one you want to. Mm -hmm. We'll try to spend a few minutes on each of these until we decide we're done. (laughs) Um, And then we'll call it a day. Cool. Um, Let me start with uh, this one which is just amusing. Um, Are you afraid of going to hell? No. Why not? Because I don't believe hell is real. So do you ever worry? I know this goes back to Pascal's wager, but like, what if you're wrong? Or like, there are people out there who are like, okay, even if you don't believe in it, the idea that, okay, maybe you're not going to be tortured for eternity or Mm -hmm. something. You don't think that. But you're not going to a better place. Does that give you fear? It really doesn't. It, it's uh, the thing about what happens to you after you die has not. Ne- hey, Daddy, chill. <laughs> has never bothered me. I've never had that kind of existential crisis. I think because I've always had in my head that like dying is kind of like going to sleep. You're just like not there anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're you're not aware that you're missing anything or. Um, but my other thing with, like, the Pascal's Wager thing... Now, you grew up not that religious, though, Correct. right? I wonder if the, your answer would be different if you grew up having been told that you would go to hell for yes. not believing in God. I, and I wonder if that lingering fear stays with you, even even if you know rationally it doesn't make any sense anymore, but it's still, it's still there yeah. for some people. I and think then that how kind of thing gets ingra- ingrained. I think the same way misogyny gets ingrained even if you're working against it like mm-hmm. it you know fears like that aren't necessarily rational um i i think my issue with like the pascal's wager thing is i believe that unless the, unless this god this this god that they that we are discussing is genuinely that petty um i don't think that me going through the motions of religious beliefs is going to satisfy any kind of God. I believe in doing good. And I think if me, who I'm a generally good person, I'm by no means perfect, but like I try to do good in the world. If that's not good enough for a, for a God to let me into whatever prize there is after, after I die, then like, fuck it. 
That's what you say to God. Yeah. Fuck it, God. Uh, Next question. All right. Why do atheists support gay people so much? We've talked about this before on the show. Um, And actually, that's a, a, a thing I talk about a lot in terms of why is, you know, the show is about atheism, but we talk mostly about politics, feminism, LGBTQ rights, climate, you know, scientific literacy. I think because it all stems from this same place of ignorance and 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 a- applying this weird moral code to something that doesn't deserve it. It's they made up the rules of this game and are making us all play by them. Um and so the only reason I think anybody could be anti-queer is because either directly a religious reason or a reason that has its roots in religion and Christian Christian teaching and then has been gone has gone through enough filters that it feels secular but it's always going to have that 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 you know and that religion at its roots. Yeah, this is the answer that I tend to give too, which is that I am an atheist. I don't need any more convincing for why God doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm convinced of it. We're good. Right. Like, the God delusion is not going to help me now. Right, right. So the question for me is, okay, what do I do with my beliefs now? Mm-hmm. And to me, issues like LGBTQ rights, just like some other seemingly tangential issues to atheism. It's like, it's not so much that uh, I am purely for LGBTQ rights. It's that I'm really against religion in having this sort of power. It's really hard to make an argument against LGBTQ rights if you take religion out of the picture. Yeah. So that is one reason. It's like, it's, I, I don't know if this is the right way to put it, but it's not necessarily that I'm so much for LGBTQ rights, like as if uh, it's more so than anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's that I'm coming at it from a different perspective because I'm really against religion being used to stop LGBTQ rights. Yeah. And so that's my interest in the case. Yeah. I would hope I'm also interested even if religion wasn't a picture. Right. But that's the the main reason I'm like invested in that, even though it doesn't apply to me directly. Yeah, and I think there is an element for me of, you know, a, a fight for justice and a fight for equality. And when you're fighting for those causes, you have to look at who is being treated unjustly and who is not treated as equal. And that's gay people, that's people of color, that's religious minorities, it's women, it's overweight people. It's it's all of those things. And it's our, you know, job to advocate for for people who need need their voices amplified. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Next question. Is it hypocritical for an atheist to celebrate Christmas? No, that's stupid. <laughs> that's a very stupid that's thing. That's this entire episode. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, no, it's not stupid. It, it, it's not stupid. It's not hypocritical, nor is it hypocritical for me to say, oh, my God, or or say, bless you when somebody sneezes. It. And the there, reason is? Because th- there are things in our culture that dig in deeper than their origins. Things become part of the fabric of who we are. They become part of language and become part of our culture. And Christmas is not... Listen, how many people... I would be very curious how many people who celebrate Christmas actually go to church on Christmas. 
I bet it's a fairly small percentage for what is technically a Christian holiday. I fucking love Christmas. I love Christmas songs. You can fight me about it. I know all the words to all of them because I was in choir for like 20 years. It is a part of our culture that I am not going to like sit out and lose out on. It's the time of year I see my entire family when I don't get to see them. It is the time of year I spoil my dog or, you know, show my husband I appreciate him by giving him gifts or, you know, it, it Christmas is much more than than Jesus. Next question. Okay. I don't I don't have anything to add to that. I don't no, maybe I do. I don't I don't disagree with you. I celebrate Christmas in a very secular way mm-hmm. with the gifts and the family and it's fun. Mm-hmm. I think it's also important with kids anyway, it's like, look, you're going to experience this. You got to know what everyone, you got to know the culture. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, look, we're going to do it because everyone's doing it. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. And it's not harmful. It's not harmful. So go, go have fun. I know this is a myth you'll get over the mm-hmm. whole Santa thing. And I've heard plenty of atheists even say like Christmas is training wheels for God. Yeah. So like here, let's tell a fun story mm-hmm. that has no basis in reality mm-hmm. because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you're going to figure out the truth. Yeah. And if you can apply those skills mm-hmm. to, the other, <laughs> to, to other things that people believe for no reason, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's not as big of a journey right. that way. So, uh, but I've, okay, what about the atheists who say you absolutely shouldn't celebrate Christmas, not because it's a Christian holiday, but because the, the Santa story and all that, you are actively lying to your children, and that is an immoral act. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Like, you are. You are lying to your kids. But I don't think that's inherently immoral. Because, I I mean, I think as a childless person right now, kids don't really have the best grasp on the line between reality and, and fiction. And so I would argue that, like, anytime they read a book or watch a movie and you're not saying... Now, remember, this isn't real. Mm -hmm. There's a chance that kid actually believes that that's a real thing. And this is just weird. My kids will watch movies and they know it's a movie. Uh But like, hey, Princess Elsa will be at the library today. Oh, I can't wait to meet her. Uh Like there is a disconnect there. Yeah, because kids are dumb. They really are. Oh, my God, so dumb. Now, I, I mean, I don't think that opinion is necessarily wrong. I just think it's a weird place to put your energy, I guess. (laughs) Okay, on that, uh, stemming from that, why can't you just let other people have their beliefs if they are not harmful? I do. Their religious beliefs. I do. Would you speak out against it? I'll give you an example. I... I know people who believe in horoscopes mm-hmm. uh, and actively say things and perpetuate that myth. Oh, my God. Do I, you say anything about that ever? No. I Okay. First of all, I was getting my ID checked at Target, buying a box of wine, no brag. And the guy <laughs> said, like, oh, this is something, something because you're a Libra. And I was like, <laughs> no response. I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck to say. I do not uh-huh. know the appropriate response. I don't know what reputation Libras have. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> No one does. But, um... No, I mean, I think horoscopes are dumb, but I don't care. Like, See, I don't I'm, I'm the opposite. I wish I could get worked up over the horoscope thing because it is more of a stupid belief than it is a harmful belief. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, except I don't, I feel like, okay, got a triage here. Yes. You are low-hanging fruit right yes. now. Yes, yes. 
Um, when you get political power, if Marianne Williamson becomes the nominee, we'll have a discussion about horoscopes. Yeah. But for now, let's talk about all this other stuff that religion is doing that's horrible. Yeah. Um, so that's the only reason I don't. But, like, why can't you let people just have their wrong beliefs? Because part of this for me is it's not just about, oh, you believe in something harmful. Mm-hmm. It's that the reason you believe these harmful things is because you believe these irrational things. And that lack of critical thinking is hurting you from doing the right thing. Why don't you accept climate change? Why? Yeah. Because you don't have trust in the scientific, uh, in scientists and the yeah. methods they use. So, like, of course you believe this nonsense. Why do you believe in the horoscope? Same reason. But, like, you can't just let people have their beliefs. The whole reason atheists speak out in general is not because, like, I win an award when you become an atheist. It's because I want people to think reasonably and rationally. And I know there are plenty of atheists who do not in sure. a lot of different areas. But it's like, that's kind of the overlying goal for me. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. I see it not happening, it's infuriating when people believe in silly things for dumb reasons, mm-hmm. even when it doesn't hurt anybody. But I think I would be, in reality, I'd probably be doing what you're doing, like, ha, 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 you called me a Libra, whatever. Yeah. I'm not doing this here. And then I'll just move on with my life. So I don't always speak up about it, but it is in the back of my head a bunch. Because I've seen a lot of tweets about, like, oh, hey, it's the full moon. That means X, Y, and Z. Right. And I really want to respond. Right. But also it's like, oh, not worth my time But also right the thing is none of us are inherently, like, without bias and without dumb beliefs. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, super superstitious about, like, watching, like, what... Oh, I wore this hat three times and the Cubs lost all three times. I'm going to wear a different hat. Like, I do all of that shit. I know it doesn't mean anything, but, like, it's ultimately harmless. When it stops being harmless is, A, when those beliefs are externalized to the point where they affect other people, right? Like, it's your... You know, your your um, right to swing a punch stops at the end of my nose, right? Like, do whatever you want in your little bubble. But once that starts harming people in laws or just in, you know, you don't talk to your kid because they're gay or whatever, that is when it's harmful. I don't think, I don't think going to a Protestant church every Sunday and hearing a nice story about Job is inherently bad. It's not how I choose to spend my time and, and bandwidth, but... Yeah, I, I'm very liver let live until it starts to affect others. And I don't even say it affect me. It, it, until it hurts others, then that's when it's started to be my business. Stemming from that. There you go. Here's the next one. This is mostly a question for, I guess, a lot of atheists. How do you educate yourself about religion? And here's hmm. what I mean by that. Like, how do you learn about religious stuff that you didn't know before? Mm-hmm. How do you, um, how do you know if you're right still? Like, if oh. you're religious, you might go to church and it builds up your confidence that you're right about the whole God thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if you're an atheist, I when was the last time I read a book trying to convince me God doesn't exist? It's been a long time. When was the last time I read something that said, "Here's my case for why God exists or why Jesus yeah. lived." It's been a really long time. When was the last time I read a book explaining a religious belief I didn't really understand, Mm -hmm. like, directly, like that? It's been a long time. So, Mm -hmm. like, when does it matter? The fact that I think that those answers I'm giving 
I think a lot of atheists would probably give similar ones. Yeah. Like, I don't actively go out learning about different mythologies. So is there a problem with that? Is there something, like, is that something we should be doing? I mean, it depends on, okay, I, I think it depends. If you are Hammett and Jessica and want to have a podcast where we discuss religion, I, I think it, we are beholden to at least learn some of the inner workings and, and try to get to the why of, people, of, of why people are doing what they're doing. If you're just like somebody who just wants to live their life and is not religious, I don't think you're beholden to learn about other religions. I think it's nice from a cultural standpoint. I, think, I personally think religions are very interesting. I like learning about religions and cults and all of that kind of thing. Um, but I, no, I don't think there's an obligation to. I don't think you need to run through every religion, make sure none of them fits you before you say, no, I don't believe in God. So both of us have a passable knowledge about Christianity. Mm-hmm. I don't have that when it comes to Islam. How much of a... But that's, a, that's in the news. That's something that mm-hmm. does... Uh, I mean, obviously, there's like a billion people who believe that right. stuff. So at some point, should atheists, at least a lot of them, do they have an obligation to understand interpretations of the Quran, what the Quran says? Because I would venture that like most atheists would say, no, I've never read the Quran. Why would I read the Quran? Yeah. But that's exactly the point. Like, yeah, you haven't. Granted, most of them haven't read the Bible either. Some right. of them have, sure. A lot of them grew up with it, sure. But like again, it's not like I'm going out of my way to read the Quran. It's mostly, if I hear anything about it specifically, mm-hmm. it's out of context mm-hmm. snippets, just like I often hear the Bible. Is there some obligation to, to learn about it the same way we know about Christianity? I mean, if you're interested in it, I guess, or if you want to debate people about, about Islamic values. Like, I know a little bit about um, Islam because the the area I grew up was had a had a big Muslim population and a big uh, Catholic population, um, so those are things I kind of know about more than than other things. But I mean, no, I don't think anybody. First of all, like saying you have an obligation to something is weird. Like if it's a thing that interests you, or if you want to engage with people who believe that, or if you want to have a a debate, a formal or informal debate, like yeah, do your research, make sure you're like actually know, you know your shit. But not like why? Why would I? I just feel like where does it end? Like, do I need to know everything about every religion? Like, there are a lot of religions, and I don't think there is an. I I think if you feel like you need to fight against something, like so with Christianity, so much of it has influenced our politics that I think it's important to know what they believe so we can discuss it and hopefully mitigate it. But no, I don't. I, I I don't think there's an obligation at all, unless you're a person who's interested in religions. Then yeah, by all means. Like I know a shit ton about Greek mythology, but that's just because I was really interested in it as a kid. It's not because I was like, okay, well, I need to dig all the way back to like ancient Greece, figure, make sure I don't believe in Apollo before I make any decisions about my atheism. So, yeah. So no. The the short answer is no. All right. Next question. Wait, do you think yeah. there's an obligation? I I don't know. Like I'm it's I'm not going out of my way to read any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I read it in context of news stories. Mm-mm. But if you're asking me like, here, here's a book about the different characters that appear in the Quran mm-hmm. and what their significance is, 
I probably wouldn't. It that right. seems boring unless there's a reason for me to know it. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing I could say about like here's a Cliff Notes guide to all religions. It's like yeah. eh, there's only a few that matter I in my day to day life. Sure, and I think we've both advocated that teaching about different religions in schools is valuable, but it's very difficult to do so objectively mm-hmm. in a largely Christian nation. I don't know. I read Mere Christianity by by C.S. Lewis because a friend of mine was was Baptist and he gave it to me and you know, I wasn't convinced. I didn't think it was C.S. Lewis's best work, but <laughs> but yeah, like But even that, like it's been a long time since I I think I read one of his books a while ago. Yeah. Didn't same thing, didn't convince me, but like I haven't read it, I haven't picked it up in a long time. Mm-hmm. Same with I would say like the Lee Strobel books and the, mm-hmm. the, the other ones by the apologists. Yeah. Like, I don't need to. I'm not having this debate with anybody. Yeah, like, if you were trying to gear up for a debate, then, yeah, learn the opposition. But if you're just, like, trying to live your life, then, like, no. (laughs) Why would you read something that you suspect you're not going to, like, agree with and probably enjoy? Like, it's just, I, I I don't understand. I almost feel the same way about, like, conservative positions on different... Like, here's a book written by someone who's Mm anti-abortion explaining their beliefs or by someone trying to defend whatever Republicans are doing. It's like, I don't need to read it because I already feel like I know enough about it. Yeah. And if I need to know specifics, I'll get the specifics somewhere. Yeah, I I mean, I, I would argue that political differences... I think there is more of a of an obligation to understand what the other side thinks. Um, but I also wonder if how much how have I just picked up on some of that through other means, and so I don't need to necessarily see it. I wouldn't all pick the time. up a book about it, but like, you know, I watch Republican debates. I have I have very good friends who are Republicans. They're all baby boomers, but like, I I think there is value there. But that's completely different than learning about a religion because. Yeah. I don't need to watch Fox News every day. Yes. I know what they're thinking. Correct. I know what they're saying. Yeah. All right. Um, here's, I don't know how if I'm phrasing this right, but like as an atheist, what does that mean for you on a day-to-day basis? Setting aside the shit that goes on in the news, put all that aside. Mm-hmm. Like what does it actually mean that you're an atheist every day? How does that impact your life at all? Kind of doesn't. I mean, I don't, were it not for this podcast, yeah. I don't think I would really think much about it at all. But <clears throat> that is coming from somebody who lives in a relatively liberal part of the country where, yeah, there's like churches all over the place, but I'm not dealing with people trying to pray with me in public or whatever. I think if that were the case, that if I lived in you know Alabama where it is assumed that everybody is pretty religious. Um, it would be different. But for me, no, no, not really. Like, I don't know. Like, aside from the blog and this show, do you think that you, like when you're working with the debate kids or whatever, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not like that weighs into anything. doesn't it's come just, into play. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't come into my life. It's mostly, oh, if, if something happens, well, I guess I need to take care of that. Yeah. And then I do it or I don't do it. Right. Like, Right. But it, yeah, it just, it doesn't play a factor in my life because it's, I'm not trying to resort to magical thinking to solve mm-hmm. anything. So it's not so much, I think, about atheism. I'm not like standing in awe of science every day. <laughs> it's the just, majesty of the sunrise. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not that poor person. 
<laughs> it's more like, all right, I'm just going to do some stuff. Yeah. And raise it, your kids, get through the day. It's more of a lack of any magical mm-hmm. thinking than it is an active atheism of any sort. Yeah. So, and I think that gets back to like why do why we talk about like LGBTQ rights, feminism, etc. Because like, what else is there to say about atheism? Like, atheism is I don't believe that there's a god. Full stop. Like, end of sentence. What is the worst thing you have to deal with as someone who has been around atheists? Uh, you, for the purposes of this show or whatever, mm-hmm. you hang out with atheists for mm-hmm. various reasons. What's the worst thing about that? The worst thing about that is that um, many atheists believe that they are inherently objective. And I think that's very dangerous. I think specifically men tend to fall into that category of when I have an opinion, it is thoughtful and it's measured and is the objective truth. And that's why the female reboot of Ghostbusters was bad. (laughs) And... Uh And because of that, like, that's just annoying on its face, right? But because of that, when somebody does have an ingrained bias, if they're racist, if they're misogynistic, if they're fatphobic, they believe very much that they are, they have come to a logical conclusion based on an assessment of the facts and not, well, you're human and you have emotions and just because you think something doesn't mean it's a logical truth. And that can get old pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with pretty much all of that. That there is a smugness, not for being an atheist, mm-hmm. but thinking that I managed to get that question right. Right. And therefore, because I think the same, like that you apply the same principles to mm-hmm. everything else, that everything else I think must also be not mm-hmm. just right, because we all think we're right about everything, yeah. but like, no, 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 I'm logically right. Yeah, capital R right. <laughs> like, I am correct. Yeah, and it's, and it's understandable. And, and it's like, and I see it too. Like if I'm reading somebody else's stuff or I hear them, uh, on other podcasts or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it's this very much like, well, I am the voice of authority because yeah. I am an atheist. Right. And sometimes they're right about whatever it is they're talking about. And other times it's like, no, just cause you said it in a confident voice yep. Yep. doesn't mean it's, it's gospel, which yeah. is a weird way to put it, but there you go. Yeah. One of the things that a lot of, Christian apologists often say is like, well, if you don't worship God, Mm -hmm. uh, you worship yourself as if that's some sort of very selfish thing to do. But I I wonder, what do you make of that argument that like, oh, you don't worship God. It's a very selfish thing to do that you put all this faith in yourself. That's stupid. I mean, okay, here's the thing with, with a question like that is, I disagree with the premise. Like, I don't think not believing in God means I believe in myself because I don't know what the fuck that means. That doesn't, to me, that is such an empty phrase that I don't understand what you're getting at. So, no, I, yeah, I, What's I just. What's the think, alternative? I sometimes wonder, like, yeah, I believe in myself and I, I and know it, my limitations. And that's a bad thing, question right. mark? Like, why? I don't, I just. All of that stuff about 
for all the talk about self-esteem and self-confidence, like worshiping yourself is just a form of eh, I'm self-reliant. Yeah. I know what I can do just because I don't put my faith in other beings or other people. Or entities. Yeah, that's not because I'm selfish. It's because that's just how it works. Selfish is such a weird way to phrase that. But I don't like, I feel like all of these things are such like, begging the question kind of thing of like they they're teeing you up for the answer they want but i don't understand what they're gaining out of that because here's the thing about at the end of the day all of these things you can't talk me into believing a thing by like making me feel guilty about who i am now like I, it just feels like such a weird like do you really want to guilt me into believing in yeah i guess they do they do want to guilt you into believing in God. No, I don't think it's selfish to rely on... Because, fuck, at the end of the day, I'm all I have, right. right? Like, yeah, I'm married and I have family and friends, but I have to be somewhat selfish because, like, I got to look out for me and make sure I'm healthy and happy. I can't... And if that's selfish to say, like, I need to be concerned about my own happiness, then I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I guess. <laughs> Sorry about being selfish. <laughs> um, here's a, a question about evolution. But the question is, did it change the way you think about God when you learned about evolution? Because I've heard some people say that was the turning point for them. Mm -hmm. That's the reason. Like once they understood evolution, at least cursory understanding of mm -hmm. it, it's like I'm an atheist now. Um, personally, I became an atheist, I would say, before I really understood, uh, before I under knew about evolution much about it, but okay. certainly before I felt like I understood it. Uh -huh. And so it didn't really play a role. It just confirmed like, yeah, I, my hunch was right. Mm -hmm. And this only confirms that. And I wonder, like, how did evolution change the way you think about atheism? What's interesting is... Um, I don't think evolution changed the way I think about atheism. What it did do is change the way I thought about Christianity. Because where I, where I grew up, for the most part, I didn't, nobody in my community that I was aware of was um, like an anti-evolution person. It was very much accepted as far as I knew. And, you know, I was, I was a kid. It really wasn't until college that I realized that people genuinely did not believe in evolution because of their Christianity, which kind of speaks to the w very specific shelter I was under growing up. So all it did was make me think like, oh, Christians are idiots. They will the take... The ones who dismiss evolution, you mean? Yeah. I mean, that's just like what I... I was like, oh, you don't believe in evolution despite everything that we've seen? Like... Because you're Christian? Because of the Bible? Well, that's fucking dumb. Like, why would you... That's stupid. I, I that, that was more... Yeah, I mean, I have learned more about evolution as an adult because I read... Um, like, I read more scientific books. Um, no brag. I read some hardcover books. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I... I don't think... Because for me, religion was not inherently tied to evolution or creationism until I was an adult, it wasn't one of those things that that I always kind of like put together in my head. So to me, they're very disparate, disparate um, things, whether I believe in God and whether I believe in evolution. Yeah. 
I, I almost wish I knew about evolution when I was younger because I don't know if that would have hastened the process where I became an atheist. It just wasn't a factor. No. And I, I've heard people say, like, evolution is, it, it made it, maybe Dawkins said this, like, it made it reasonable to be, like, an educated atheist because mm-hmm. you can't be an atheist and deal with the question of, like, well, then where did we all come from? How did right. we get here? Understanding evolution helped fill in the biggest gap of knowledge that we had. Yeah. And so without... no, So everyone's like, well, there were famous scientists in the past. Like, Isaac Newton was mm-hmm. a Christian. Yeah, he didn't know about any of this stuff. Yeah. What other choice did he have? And now that it's out there and now that we understand it better, yeah. it's like, yeah, if you understand evolution, you can't seriously believe God did it, even though mm-hmm. there are Christians who will be like, no, God started evolution and then evolution happened. Yeah, and I think... The closest I like the closest religion I would have ever aligned myself with, even though I never considered myself religious, was like was deism. And I'm sure mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that was when I was like learning about the founding fathers, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like the great so deism, if you don't know, is that there is an omnipotent God, but he's hands off. So it's where the, the great watchmaker or whatever he put everything in motion. And then we're kind of up to our own devices because that satisfied the where did we come from thing in me. But also, I I don't look around and see God in everything. I yeah. I see people doing good and people doing bad and bad things happening to everybody and good things happening to other. Like to me, that isn't a miracle of life. That's just sort of what life looks like is good things and bad things happen sometimes based on our decisions, sometimes randomly. On that note, do you think atheists get too angry about stuff? I don't think we get angry enough. Where should we be more angry? Everywhere. Everywhere in general. Yeah. I mean, cause the stereotype of course is that atheists like are grumpy, crotchety yeah. and white men, but like, yeah, we're generally angry. I know a while back, uh, the writer, greater Christina, I was wrote this just about to do the greater Christina why thing. Atheists are angry. And, and the gist of it is, no, we have a lot of good reasons to be angry. Yeah. Part of which is, uh, we've seen what happens when people with religion get power and it's nothing good. Here's my question. Yeah. Why is being angry a bad thing because I would argue anger is how things change. I would argue anger is the way we get justice and equality and all the things that we're seeking and not being angry gets us nothing. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I was angry after 20. Is there anything specific that we, and again, when I say atheists, I mean just in general, the atheists who actually care about being an atheist. Yeah. Like, what is it that we should be angry about that we're not angry enough about, do you think? Because, again, <laughs> we're angry about everything, so. Yeah, I mean, I think that sort of the de facto um, assuming that a person has to be religious to get into politics, I think that's something we should be more angry about because... A, it's obviously harmful, but also it is very likely keeping a lot of good people out of out of politics. Um, I think we should remain angry at injustices against the LGBTQ community in the name of Christianity. 
Um, I think that the fact so that... So I agree with you. I think, but I think there is plenty of anger already on I those fronts. I think we could be more we angry. More. I just, like, the thing is, it, the thing is, it's, it's exhausting. The anger is exhausting. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to answer my own question, anger is bad because you burn yourself out. But anger is what leads to marches in the streets, and it's what led Puerto Rico to get, you know, for its uh, governor resigning. Like, anger changes things. Complacency doesn't. I'm going to ask you one last question. I can jump into this one, too. Do you, I mean, are we going to see more atheists running for office in 2020? That's the gist of the question, but here's the context for it. I mean, there is one humanist openly in Congress right now, Jared mm-hmm. Huffman. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year, uh, or in 2018 anyway, during the midterm elections and a lot of statewide elections, there are more than 50 openly non-religious people in elected office around the country, mm-hmm. most of whom are in state legislatures. Right. I have no doubt we will see more mm-hmm. just because that is the way the trend is going. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, where are we going to see atheists running for office? In For what positions? Is it going to be an issue? My first thought about this is I really do think you could see a lot of atheists running for Congress in 2020. Mm-hmm. They won't make a big deal of their atheism. Mm-hmm. And strategically, they, they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But I would argue there's so... The, instead of letting that be the thing that like conservatives use against you, that's like a low priority for so many people. It's like, well, what do you think about Donald Trump? I care about that right. a lot more than I care about whether, you know, what someone believes about God. Mm-hmm. And so by that logic, if there's, look, there's a, a referendum on Trump. Mm-hmm. We have questions about healthcare. Mm-hmm. There are so many of these big issues that I feel like there's a lot of atheists mm-hmm. who might have had political aspirations in the past who never ran because of that right. fact who could very easily run now as a just standard progressive good candidate and get away with it. Uh Like, cause atheism is the least of the political attacks that will be made against them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very curious, like how many will run for Congress? Um, as we've talked about before, and maybe as we've seen, like you can run in really liberal areas as Mm -hmm. an atheist, and you can also run as an atheist in really conservative areas where, look, you're probably going to lose anyway. Sure. Might as well throw it all out there. Sure. <laughs> what are they going to do? Not vote for you? Well, yeah. Well, I'm ho- I mean, my my hope is that we stop caring that so would much. That nice. Which, yeah, I think that's optimistic of me. <laughs> Uncharacteristically optimistic <laughs> of me. Um, but, yeah, I don't... I hope so. And I hope it... I hope it becomes a non-issue and I hope that people feel comfortable not talking about it and it not being an elephant in the room. Like it's not like a, a pregnant pause of like everybody's noticing they're not saying whether or not they're religious. I hope that people can just get elected to office on their merits. Right. I've been giving a talk about this very question, which is why I bring it up here. And one of the things I point out is like a decade ago when there was an atheist candidate, I'm sorry, she wasn't even an atheist candidate, but atheism was used against a candidate, like in attack ads, and you see it. Oh, really? And it's happened repeatedly in the past several years, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, it happened in Congress, like, a decade ago, 
And now I feel like if you made an attack ad saying, mm, that guy's an atheist. Yeah, I don't think it would fly. I, yeah, I don't think it would work very well. Cause it, just like it wouldn't work if you said, don't vote for like Ilhan Omar because mm-hmm. she's a Muslim. Right. That would backfire on you even if you were a Republican. Like you're supposed yeah. to believe those things quietly if you're in the GOP. Yeah. You're not supposed to say that out loud. And again, and especially in a lot of statewide elections that don't get national attention mm-hmm. and it's you can barely get an ad on TV at all. Right. Like it's so much easier now, I would think, especially in a lot of states like now's your time to run. If you mm-hmm. were thinking about doing it, there is enough time right now to go through the motions and learn how to do it right. There's plenty of, you know, progressive activists mm-hmm. who will help you run if mm-hmm. you are a good candidate. Yeah. Which takes a lot more than just a desire. Uh-huh. I'm also curious, there are, of all those 50-plus people I just mentioned who mm-hmm. are in uh, in state legislature somewhere as an openly non-religious candidate, zero are Republican. And I wonder if anyone would run on a Republican ticket as an atheist anywhere. Yeah, so I've been thinking about this a lot, about the gender, racial, religious makeup of the two parties. And, like... If you are a Republican and you're in a Republican, you're in Congress or whatever, do they not think anything of the fact that it's all, the vast majority is older white men? Like, do they, like, it just really blows my mind. Like, if everybody who isn't an older white man is running against you, what are you doing wrong? See, I thought that would have... The whole demographic thing I thought would have been a bigger deal in 2016. It mm. wasn't. Like, white women voted for Trump more than they voted for Hillary. Yeah. So, like, all the thought of, like, oh, the GOP should see the tea leaves and they should mm-hmm. realize they're losing younger voters and they're losing people of color and yeah. all that. Yeah, I thought that would have made a difference, but it didn't when we needed it to. And so I don't know when that tide is going to turn finally. So I'm not relying on that. Right. But I mean, it has to eventually, right? You would think. But again, people will always find new reasons to to hate other people. Yeah. Like, there's no shortage of young conservatives who, like, I don't know, name your YouTuber in question. Sure. So there is a... There is a crowd that can get brainwashed by some of these people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not optimistic about the demographic issue as I used to be. So it's you more were like optimistic at one point in your life. I thought the demographics <laughs> would change to the point where it's like, man, no Republican is going to win a major office, yeah, or at least get a majority, right? Uh, anytime in the near future, which is great for all the things I care about, mm-hmm. and that clearly didn't pan out that way yeah but so i don't think it's like well the demographics have changed there are like this percentage of young people or people of color, whatever mm-hmm. doesn't matter right. it's about who can get the most turnout who's who can rally their base and there are more progressives than there are conservatives but we suck at rallying the base they're really good yeah. at getting their side worked up about everything yeah well i, I think it's just we, I think Democrats tend to be more beholden to the truth and don't feel as comfortable just going out there and spitting shit off the dome and saying whatever it takes to rally everybody up into a fervor and get to the polls. And that's, I'm glad we're not like that, I guess. Right? Right. As long as it results in a victory of some sort, <sighs> who knows? I we'll hope we see. abolish the, I think if we abolish the electoral college. That will not happen. 
I want it to, though. It's just like we're not going to, as much as I'd love to see us pack the Supreme Court. Yeah. It's not going to happen. We should expand the federal bench. We're not going, like. Yeah. I, I don't think Democrats have it in them to do those things. Yeah. Even though Republicans totally would. Totally And would. have been. And like, or at least they found their way to subvert the system. Yeah. So. Um, all right. That's enough questions for now. Listen, if yeah. you have questions for us that we didn't get to here, send them to friendly atheist podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could find Jessica Blueberry on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at Heaven Meta. Go to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. My Etsy shop we'll, is bitches get stitched done. Um, rate, we'll, review, subscribe on iTunes. Right. And we'll get back to a, to a normal podcast next week. Yeah. All right. See you all. Bye.